Welcome back to the Thirster Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna. And I'm Olive. And we are back for episode 10 with a special guest, our first official guest. Ooh. Angela is here. Hello. Welcome to the Thirster Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, this is going to be fun and different for us. So we're just going to work through this and see. <laughs> first time interviewing. I love it. Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit less of us and just more asking you. So we'll put you on the spot and then... We will see. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. here for it. So if you don't know Angela, she is an entrepreneur. She is a brand in herself, but she's famously known for her brow mastering one services, but also her like classes. Um, she sells lash products too. And so brow products, yes. Brow, yeah. Her whole merch line too. I love everything. Thank you. Oh my obsessed. gosh, you're yes. just making me blush over here, girl. Yes, all. <laughs> Thank you. But, I don't know why for the longest time I thought you did lashes too. So, yes. So, I started out with lashes in my my career Mm -hmm. six years ago. And then I moved and transitioned to brows. I kind of started picking it up four years ago. And then now it's pretty much, I would say, just 100% full-time brows. Mm -hmm. Um, There are my OG clients that I kind of will do their lash fills here and there, but I don't take new clients for lashes. So I guess I just promote that it's only strictly just brows for now. Yeah, so I had found you, I think it was the year of 2020 where like everyone's just trying to find different accounts on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. I'd come across... I think it was your reels, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, I love her content because it's." <laughs> I don't, I don't get my lashes done, but it was just so satisfying to oh my watch. God, thank you. Like I just liked everything about them and on was, Instagram or TikTok on Instagram. Okay. So I had shown. I was like, "Look how like simple and easy your content is," because I think at the time we're struggling with our business content and trying to figure right. out. Yeah. Uh, like TikTok was okay, but I think it was Instagram where it's kind of yeah. hard and people want more aesthetic content, and right. we couldn't figure out reels. And I was like, "I love how it's simple and easy." Like. The memes, the tutorials, yeah. like the clients right. before and after, which is why I, that's how I found out about her. And then I, I was playing forever. I think <laughs> it's exciting finding someone and then seeing they're local. Like, right. you just see them in a new light. Right. I agree. Like, even with you, I was like, wait, this girl's in Fresno. And I barely discovered, like, when I followed you is when I barely discovered. I would see, like, pop up on my feed sometimes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love her skin, love her lashes. <laughs> Pretty. Mm-hmm. Never really noticed that you were local until I was like, wait, I put two and two together because someone that I follow reposted you. And I was like, I see this girl on TikTok. So then I was like, wait. And then they were like, she literally owns this business and she's local. I was like, oh, my God, I love that. So that's oh. funny that you found me. I think I remember, this was, like, probably last year, but um, on my TikToks, I did see, like, Lala liked your TikTok, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I know her. Stop. I was like, I know her, yeah. It's funny. But I was like, I, I always wonder if my stuff actually outreaches to Fresno and not just, like, my mutuals and everyone I around think, me. I feel like it does because I used to see you on my feed pretty frequently, and I just, I didn't pay attention to, like, yeah. I would just be, like, all into what you were saying about skincare and stuff and your mm-hmm. little mini hauls. Those were so cute. Oh, my God. And then I didn't really notice your hashtags until now that I follow you. I'm like, okay, she hashtags 559Fresno, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And to, like, kind of bounce off of what you were saying, how you found me, I feel like 2020 was the year of reels because, mm-hmm. let me tell you, I did not start a TikTok. I was not into TikTok. My nephew had it, and it was, like, I feel like it was a little kid's thing before the mm-hmm. pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. it was where they just did a little dance yeah. move and like did their own thing like he had a TikTok and was explaining to me I'm like yeah I'm too old for this Mm -hmm. right and then I feel like in 2020 people were like okay I need to figure out what I'm doing and that's where a lot of people kind of blew up as content creators and then started getting paid and now they're like famous millions of followers they get paid that's great so Mm -hmm. that's where I feel like 
I didn't get on the TikTok trend. And I'm like not still not really on the yeah. TikTok trend as far as making videos and content as I was with the reels. And I do miss, I will say, I really do miss the meme part of reels that happened in 2020. Like all of 2020 was just about finding funny voiceovers yeah. and then reenacting them. Yeah. Now it's very like serious and you see the behind the scenes, which mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. It's more personable, but I feel like the funny stuff is not really in anymore. Like they don't yeah. really have the funny trending sounds anymore. Well, that's the joke is that what we were laughing at on TikTok, it came over <laughs> yes. months later. Yes, it. yes. And I never knew how to take sounds that I was finding on TikTok yeah. and then making them be sounds on well, Reels. Yeah, they were making the sounds like that. Yeah. So you had to find I never, someone. I never watched Reels. So and I'm I like, never really knew anybody who was making mm-hmm. Reels. Like, I was like, hmm. And that's kind of why I feel like my following grew tremendously mm-hmm. in that time period because there was not a lot of people making Reels. Everybody was kind of like on TikTok mm-hmm. and Reels had just became a thing and I was kind of even scared of it until one day I was like, you know, I'm just do it yeah and, and it people like yeah. videos better but i got on yeah. tiktok and my cousin was on musically and she was doing funny videos so i, I got it at one day just to like <laughs> yeah. watch her videos because uh-huh. that was so funny and then i realized as i'm scrolling those few weeks i'm like wait this is kind of like vine like it's yes. jokes and it's like jokes and, and, and funny. it was kind of like vine and moving forward i'm like oh wait this is like this is like entertaining i never had vine i didn't really watch it that much mm-hmm. like the way you did but I was like, it's actually funny, like mm-hmm. relatable. And then I think once those viral videos happened, right. is when people were like, oh my God, like people watch me. Like I'm going to talk behind the camera and yes. like, show my face. So that's where that influencer kind of like. I feel like that started with personal. Vine too, though. So many yeah. people yeah. who are big on Vine mm-hmm. are like YouTubers now and verified. Yes. But their Vines weren't personal with that, were they? No, no, it was more just like funny things. And then it's funny because um, you see like, funny vine humor right mm-hmm. and tiktok yeah. and people will be in the comments be like this is vine worthy yeah. like this is vine humor because vine humor you just it was an era you just had to be there it just didn't make sense you but it was just seconds. so funny mm-hmm. it was so funny some of the things from there are just i still say them in my head from this day yeah. it's just yeah. funny stuff that i literally like i said it's just very vine worthy right that i see on tiktok okay so we have a lot of questions to <laughs> okay. ask you today but Let's before get we get into, into the oh. questions yes just tell us about yourself what do you do um okay so I not just sound all formal but <laughs> I am a esthetician um I was a makeup artist prior to that becoming an esthetician for 10 years so in high school I was really into makeup I would do my friends makeup for prom I mean obviously looking back it was not a beat it was like girl <laughs> a shadow and a little lash but yeah. I was time- wearing lash extensions mm-hmm. and I was like teaching my friend how to wear strips I'm talking like in the 10th grade a girl had oh, strips wow. on at school yeah you know using uh, what is it bare minerals mm-hmm. like that was the it foundation when I was in school um and so I went to Fresno State, and I just, I was the first to go to school in my family. Mm-hmm. So I did not know how college worked. And I was very, obviously, you know, high school is easy. When you get to college, that's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand how it worked as far as picking a major, doing a roadmap type of thing. So I was just like doing general ed for the first two years, not picking a major until they put a little hold on my account. They're like, what's your major? You need to pick a major before you continue to be here. And I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, just, I guess I'll be a nurse. They're like, no, this is what it requires. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I don't want to do that. It smells just, I can't. Yeah. And so then they were just talking through. And then finally I got narrowed down to something that I was kind of big on, which is nutrition. So I was like, okay, food and nutrition is my major. And then, yeah. But at the same time I was in college, I was working at a lot of makeup retail stores. So I started out at Sephora, went to Lancome, and then I ended my career at MAC. Okay. Yeah. So were you like a high school makeup girly? Yes. And not a hot Cheeto girly. Yeah. But I was definitely, 
like, okay, I'm 30. And so uh, I graduated in 2011. So the trends were so different back then, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, like, I thought I was full glam going to school with some bare mineral powder on and a little lash. And I thought I was it, right? Mm -hmm. But then when I got out of college or when I got into college, that was the whole, like, Anastasia dip brow phase. And those brows, I look back and I'm like, who was allowing me to step out of the house? Mm -hmm. And who was dating me? looking like that, right? Like, that looked crazy. And I'm just like, it's okay, though, because we all look at our pictures back then. We're like, it's okay, because that was the trend. So we didn't look out of place. But Mm -hmm. looking at it now from just a soft, you know, our soft eras, we're just like, what was that, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, no, no. I think all the girls who were, like, makeup-obsessed end up continuing that outside whether they do like makeup on the side or they go work into it I think it's uh-huh. crazy like, everyone I feel that like I know makeup is truly an art like if yeah. you're good yes. at it it's a skill and you can definitely like mm-hmm. make money off of it yeah and that transitioned really easily for me in the beauty industry as far yeah. as like aesthetics and brows and lashes just because I had that background in artistry kind of and that's why sometimes when people are like oh, how do you do brows like that it's like I have the makeup background so it's yeah. not just me picking it up I had the makeup background so I knew the structure of face and how face works and what brows look good you know shaping yeah. and things like that so so then how did Lala aesthetics form so I was in college for a very long time I don't even want to say how many years mm-hmm. because again If you don't know how college works, once you pick a major, you have a roadmap, right? And then there's classes you take. And then on top of the classes, there's prerequisites to get into that class. It's not just here you go from point A to point B. It's A, B, C, D, E, F, G just to get to point B. Um, So I was in college for a very long time and I was just becoming kind of unhappy. And I was working at Mac at the time. And um, I was like, okay, I was getting my lashes done. And this was uh, 2017. I will say, I don't quote me on dates, but mm-hmm. I want to say somewhere between 16 and 17 where lashes were just like a couple girls did them, right? Mm-hmm. I would see girls at the counter and I was like so against lash extensions. I hated when I had had a makeup client have them yeah. on. I hated it. I was a strip, pro strip girly. Mm-hmm. I turned everybody onto strips. Um, Mac 48s are still fire to this yeah. day. Yes. Um, you heard it here. Those are my favorite, okay? And so... I, that's just to say that like once I started getting my lashes done just randomly one day I was like I'm gonna go get mine done and I got them done and I fell in love with them and I don't know it just was so intriguing to me like the whole thought of she's literally putting an individual lash on my eye that's staying for a couple weeks like this mm-hmm. is so cool so after a couple months of getting them done I kind of was like I want to try it on my sister or I think I took a course I can't even remember y'all yeah and I just took a class I fell in love with it and I guess I just kind of Fell into it as far as just, like, I would do my sisters. I would do my best friends. Yeah. And then they'd be like, well, my my friend asked me, like, can you do hers? And I'm like, no, I'm not mm-hmm. licensed. Like, I'm scared. I'm not going to do that because yeah. I knew you had to be licensed. And this is back when, again, it wasn't a money grab. It wasn't, like, everyone's just doing it just to do yeah. it. It was, like, real legitimate. So if you weren't doing it with a license, you're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I was, like, really scared of that. Were they, like, full black maxi, like, how they are now? No, no. Like, I was doing classics. Okay. So I was doing classics. Um, you know, I didn't know how to do volume because but I they didn't. had volume back then. Like, was it trend? It no? was, but like, what would we consider volume then was not how it yeah. is now. It was like volume, but it was like a little bit darker than your well, lash. Wasn't Mac like lashes like the statement of volume? Yes, full glam. full glam, pop of lips. So it was okay to be a little extra, but when it came for the lash extensions, I don't know. I just didn't get into volume and like makeup volume until like a year or two in mm-hmm. to lashing. So I was just like doing classics, and back then it was okay because everyone liked that. And, um, yeah, so from there I was kind of like, okay. And then everyone just started to say, oh, my God, like, my friend wants you to do hers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. 
So if I'm going to be doing this and this is like study clientele, then I should probably look into beauty school. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was still going to Fresno State and I thought out of the back of my head, like, I can't just quit school to, right. you know, to just do lashes. Like, that wasn't a thing thought of. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, like, somewhere a couple months in, a couple, like a year in of just doing the same people, I kind of was like, okay, I think I can actually make a, a career out of this. So I looked into beauty school and then it, the beauty school was like X amount of dollars. Back then it was 10000 um, And I knew that I would have to pay that out of pocket because I was going to tell my parents that mm-hmm. I'm quitting college to become an esthetician. Yeah. And I knew that they were going to say, well, that's out of your pocket, sis. So I did. I ended up just building up the courage because I was just not happy. Like I quit Mac to work at a hospital to do patient diets for a little bit. I was there for three months and I quit. It was just so dark and just unhappy. I'm used yeah. to listening to the Rihanna Max station at work. Mm-hmm. And here I am like all happy to come to work at the hospital. And they're just all like, no, yeah. not happy, you know? So I'm like, oh yeah, this is not it for you me. Knew right away. I knew right away. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. And I think I had like four or five more classes. And that's just to show you that like, it's okay, you know, to like yeah. stop what you're doing and do something you love. So I quit school. I didn't sign up for the next semester. I told my parents through a text, this long message, because I was too scared to tell them to their mm-hmm. face. You know, I'm quitting school. This doesn't make me happy. I don't want to live my life unhappy. And I don't want to live my life for your guys' dream, which was, you know, our parents' dream was to go to college, yeah. do it the right way. And I'm yeah. not saying that that's not okay, right? Everyone's different. Yeah. But for me, it would just it wasn't for me. And so I realized that, you know, I'm going to go to beauty school. And I did. And that's where it just started, pretty much. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool <laughs> that you actually had people waiting to, like, yes. get service by you, which yes. is, I mean, it's rare. I feel like a lot of people think going into entrepreneurship that you're going to have, like, everyone supporting your friends yeah. and like yeah. people around you it's really rare to have someone like waiting yeah. until you're yeah. actually yeah I was so, super grateful for word of mouth and like I said back then it was I guess it was easy for me because um it wasn't a thing back then like very mm-hmm. rarely did you see people do lashes it was just becoming a trend yeah um 2017-18 era so yeah yeah I remember that because I was like I just remember every girl around was getting their lashes done. And I was like, how long has this been a thing that yeah. everyone's getting extensions for their lashes? And then next thing I know, it's every girl's making a page for it. Yeah. So I know people who are like one hour, one day certified, which I, I don't know the whole process of yeah. getting certified mm-hmm. or all that. But now I see that everyone wants to do it. And it's a cool like yes. industry. Yes. Same with nails where yes. It's there's it's an unlimited supply and everyone wants it and yes. girls getting it done. Yeah. The beauty industry, food industry, and medical industry are industries that will never go mm-hmm. out of style, business, anything. So those are the best industries yeah. to be in. And the beauty industry is only growing, right? Yeah. Um, everybody wants to look younger. Everybody wants to look good. They will spend their last dollar to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to want to be in the beauty industry. I never knock anyone wanting to be in the beauty industry. But what I do tell them is that there's a difference between just going in because you see the money mm-hmm. and then truly being right. like in in it to yeah. just be in it. You know what I mean? Because you truly have the passion for it. And so, you know, you can be certified. So certified just means you took a class, you got mm-hmm. certified, you, however long it was, day two, day or two, three days, whatever. And you got the certificate mm-hmm. because you took the class. That means certified. But to actually be licensed means you went to beauty school mm-hmm. for six months and got Oh, past your okay. state board, and now you are licensed in the state of California or whatever state you're okay. in. Yeah. So that's the difference. So I say that to say that, yes, it's okay to go and take a class if you aren't licensed. It, sometimes people are like, I want to know if it's something I truly want to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go spend 10 racks on beauty school to figure out if it's what you want to do. Obviously, it's okay to take a class and not be licensed, 
But when it comes to actually doing people, mm-hmm. you should probably just be doing your family and your friends yeah. to practice and see this is what you want to do. Don't start up a whole business page yeah. just because in the end it might hurt you mm-hmm. because you're not licensed. And so you have to have that on the back of your mind. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm sure you guys will have questions that kind of lead me into talking more in depth mm-hmm. about that yeah. for sure because that's a whole thing segment yeah, so itself. The fact that there is hundreds, of, I mean, locally, mm-hmm. girls who do lashes or nails or brows and they— I think all they have is, like, their Instagram base or you feel like you can find it on any corner. Yeah. So how do you think your brand differs and sticks out locally as to where to anyone could just start and make a page? How do you get your brand to stand out with them being on every corner? Um, I guess just being authentic. Um, I'm very, like, super honest with my clients. And I feel like as a person on social media, I'm just very authentic. So mm-hmm. I don't try to be anybody else besides myself. And I think people can see that. And it might rub people the wrong way. It might, you know, people might be like, eh, I don't really know if I like her personality. And yeah. that's okay. I'm not for everybody and everybody's not for me. But I do that because I like to weed out kind of the bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I like to weed out people who probably would shouldn't be my clients or, you know what I mean? Just we just don't mesh. And I think just being authentic and just being funny and just being, again, real. And I also am huge on wanting to see people win. And I make that very known. Um, so yeah, I just think that kind of is what drives people to my page, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And then I guess it really started with the reels, just being funny. I feel like everyone was just so serious. You never really saw their face. And I, I was somebody who never wanted to show my face. I had my lash page for a while. And I think as soon as I signed up for beauty score a couple of times before that, I started my page and I never showed my face. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if you want people to know who you are, you have to show them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think me as a consumer, I like to see personality in Whatever it right. is, whether it's nails or, like, brows. Yeah. If you can show that, like, for me, as, like, someone who makes content, I'm like, okay, well, she's cool about, if she can film herself, like, I can mm-hmm. film her. She's not going to be awkward about it because yeah. in the past I have come across people who are like, I don't want to be filmed. or like, and I respect that. Like, where, yeah. But I want to match someone's energy where it's like, yeah. I'm going to post you and people are going to ask me where I go. Yes. And I want to send, you someone know, like. to you. Yeah, yeah. someone to you and where it's, like, right. mutual. So I like to see personality branded as much as. The product or service right. is also branded. There has to be a face behind the brand. Yeah. Always. And you have to show who it is. Sometimes you're like, I'm constantly... Some people are just like, damn, I want to know who you are. Like, yeah. you know, have you ever gone to like a page and I'm like, I just want to know what this person looks yeah. like. Just because I like their content and I never, never show their face. I would love to know what this person looks like, you know? Yep. So mm-hmm. I feel like that just kind of set me apart for sure. Um. So what advice would you give to like any independent artist in any industry um, who is wanting to start out or even like if they just want to grow but they've hit a wall, like what advice would you give them? Kind of going into the branding aspect of how do you brand yourself or your business if you feel like you've lost inspo for that? Um, inspiration is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hard for me to not to answer that super, uh, like there's no really real answer to it. I think a lot of it has to do with your personality. So for me, again, with the makeup background, I'm very a creative per- person naturally. So I have a million ideas in my head 24-7. It's mm-hmm. just executing them or getting them on paper or getting them on into the idea that I have. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just need to be creative. Write down your thoughts. Um, you know, we all hit a plateau. We all hit like a road where we're just like, dang, what's next? Or like, where do I go from here? And I mean, I, I do it. I mean, still to this day, I'm like, okay, I have all these ideas that I have for my business, all these things I want to launch, all these products I want to, you know, put out, but there's Mm -hmm. just like, 
so much, you know, so little yeah. time that we have um, in a day. Mm-hmm. But I would say, too. yeah, like as far as just advice, like just look for inspo everywhere. But again, we get into right. that, you know, yeah. inspiration, being inspired is a whole different ballpark, ballpark um, you know, rather than copying somebody. Mm-hmm. So be inspired everywhere you go. You know, I'm inspired when I look at clothes. I'm inspired when I see my style. I'm very streetwear, but I'm also very like high-end fashion when I need to be, right? Mm-hmm. But every day I'm very just like streetwear. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of my merch inspo from the clothes that I wear or the the brands that I buy. Um, do I copy them? No, I get inspiration from them. Um, but yeah, just be inspired, I would say, and just have an open mind. And you really like, honestly, you have to push out content. You mm-hmm. have to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Consistent. consistent yeah. yeah. Like you have to be consistent. And, it, and as much as it sucks, like if you're somebody who may not like be comfortable, show their face mm-hmm. or they're not comfortable showing, you know, the way that they talk or whatever it is, yeah. that's just the way that it is in this industry now. Like we are very social media based. And mm-hmm. I tell this to people and it's just a really hard reality. Um, no sugarcoating it. You have to show who you are. You have to post. You have to be on social media. You have to be social media savvy. We're not just finding businesses in the yellow pages anymore. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? So you really have to show. Yeah. Too. Showcase. And then like you like you said, it just comes. Once you can like figure out content, it, everything is content. And I tell mm-hmm. my students that all the time. Everything is content. You taking this class is content. You coming here is content. People just are nosy and want to yeah. see. And not even nosy. They're just yeah, intrigued. They just It's entertaining yeah. just to see somebody do something or come, you know, do a get ready with me or whatever. People like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell people everything is content, even if you don't yeah. think it is. <laughs> Lala was talking the other day. She's like, okay, I love watching Lala's like spread of it is in the in her studio, just like moving furniture around. Moving it's like, furniture it's, around. Well, because when you're watching Instagram stories, and I'm not saying everyone posts the same, but right. it kind of gets low-key redundant where you're right. just like always watching people's stories and then yours will come along. <laughs> and it's like actually content, if that makes sense. So I'm like sitting here yeah. like watching you're you so build sweet. a desk. Thank and you. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I think it's when you're a fly on the wall in that yes. person's life. You just yes. trust them more and you yes. feel like, they have mm-hmm. your best intention. Yeah. So right. it's like, if I know everything happened in your life, we have never met before. I trust you to, to, right. to know what I'm doing. Right. So I feel like that's that's why I feel like the newer, works. newer generations of businesses are thriving because mm-hmm. they're so like tech savvy. Yes. And the older people don't, really yeah. see the power right. in social media right. and that's why I feel like they kind of hurt themselves in the end mm-hmm. when they're starting a business mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think a really good piece of advice well I feel like that for them it targets their specific people that Maybe, they're targeting yeah. you know what I mean not to say that it's not okay to not be tech savvy but it's just like you're targeting your specific age group or your dynamic mm-hmm. your demographic mm-hmm. um, people who probably don't really use their phone much they just hear you from word of mouth because there are businesses that I know yeah, that are like yeah. that they're like she don't have a social media but she's great at doing this mm-hmm. um, you just kind of hit her up on her phone or text oh, okay. her you know people yeah, like yeah. that um, which is okay but again you will not like truly get that like your fullest potential mm-hmm. through unless you do our social media savvy you know what I mean so I know you said you got a different like reaction and feedback from dropping out of school and going mm-hmm. to beauty school and like leaving that. But what was the first like wave of energy you got from starting your business and saying like, Hey, you know, what? I'm taking clients now. I'm starting a business. I think for me, it started like, I kind of got it before I was even like going to be in this industry. I think mm-hmm. I got it just from the fact that like people were like asking for me, like, Oh, yeah. my lashes done by her. Like tell her, can I get an appointment yeah. with her? I was kind of like, Ooh, I feel oh, like so that cool. girl. Yeah. Like I was like, hold on. Um, I just started picking this up and it's funny because I actually look back at my work when I first started 
And it was not bad at all. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people are like, I mean, obviously to my standards now, it's horrible. But looking <laughs> back at where I started, I was kind of like, hold on. I was actually pretty good. Yeah. And I see why people kind of wanted to book with me, not to toot my own form. Yeah. But it's just like very like, okay, girl, you were doing that. Um, and so I think for sure for me was when I actually got the courage to tell my parents, like, okay, yeah, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I walked the stage at Fresno State. Like, I walked it because I had enough mm-hmm. credits and just took my grandparents. They were getting older, and I wanted to see them, wanted them to see me walk the stage. Right. But as far as getting my diploma, I did not. I dropped out. Again, like, I probably had, like, four or five classes left, and I just was like, yeah, this is not for Which me. Which is why I asked, since you were so close to your end goal, mm-hmm. and then you said, like, a lot of people were really supportive of you, like, mm-hmm. starting, and they wanted to get their lashes done by you. How do you think, like, people who didn't kind of tell you how they felt? Like, I'm assuming if you were at Fresno State for a long time mm-hmm. and you're, like, a dietics yeah. major, yeah, people knew that you were in college. You that. know so what? Do you ever wonder, like, what people thought of when they saw you, like, posting the lashes To now? be honest, I never gave a fuck. <laughs> I just never did. And yeah. because it's my life, right? We right. don't live for other people. And I think that just having that mindset and attitude that I have, my personality is very— I'm very outspoken and uh-huh. I say how I feel and I don't care what anybody thinks. But thinking back about it, like maybe my stepdad, I think he like randomly was like the maybe sometime like a couple years ago or like a year and a half ago was like, oh my God, like your bank account. Cause I think I had like still had the college like linked to your parents' account. I don't even remember. Right. But he was mm-hmm. like, Wow, I saw your bank account the other day. And I was <laughs> like, Wow, she she really you know, didn't, she's doing that. You know what I mean? That she's well, okay, she's doing yeah. well, she's doing well. And I think that again, that's that stigma that mm-hmm. a lot of people have is like, oh, she dropped out of school to go in the right. beauty industry. Not knowing that, honey, the beauty industry is out yeah. here yeah. thriving, right? Um, just businesses in general are thriving. And I think, again, it just took people to kind of understand that. As far as my friends, they were very supportive. My parents were really supportive. Again, it was just, if that's what makes you happy, that's great. But just know you are going to pay for the school yourself, right? (laughs) They just had to let me know that. They're not going to pay for it. But if it made me happy, they were happy for me. I felt so much weight lifted off my shoulder after I told them. Um, But again, when it came to just people around me, they were really supportive. And I think because they're like, you already had that makeup background. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? They were kind of like, yeah, this is kind of what I see you doing anyway. It wasn't like I was like only strictly in dietetics for 10 years and like was working in a hospital setting and then I'm just like randomly like, okay, y'all, I'm going to do lashes. Mm -hmm. No, I had been in the makeup industry. So they were like, yeah, I just, I knew it was going to happen or yeah, I see that for you. It's very fitting. So you never had like any doubts or like feeling of regret? You just being scared? Full sun? (laughs) (laughs) Were you more confident? I was honestly, (laughs) I know. And I don't want to sound like that, but I think, I, I think I really was confident. Now, I say that to say, like, dude, did I know what owning a business entailed then? No, absolutely not. I didn't. But mm-hmm. I would say, like, back then, starting out, I was like, oh, yeah, smooth sailing. I'm in this yeah. thing. You know what I mean? I'm doing it. But thinking about, like, thinking now, business entrepreneur, mm-hmm. businesswoman side is like, hold on. You didn't know what you were walking into. Yeah. yeah. Especially when, like, before 2020, starting mm. a small business wasn't a thing. Mm-mm. And there was no, like, step-by-step step no to, 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 to watch and be like, here's what you're supposed to do and right. how you start it. Right. And it, sometimes a part of me feels kind of like, damn, a lot of these people nowadays, these girls or guys, whoever, this 
a lot of you guys have it easier now mm-hmm. because there's so many resources. Okay, right. when I was starting out, again, 2018, 17, 19, there was no yeah. handbooks as to how you should file your taxes. First mm-hmm. of all, I didn't even do my taxes correctly <laughs> until last year. Okay, it was my yeah. first year. And that's just me being super vulnerable and me being super honest. I did not do my taxes correctly. And I and I let my followers know that. Like, yeah. I tell them, like, I kind of give them tips. Like, this is what you should be doing. Um, stop taking advice from other people on Instagram that you know, the cash only thing, but yeah. we'll get into that later. But that's hurting you in the mm-hmm. end, right? And I nobody knew that, yeah. right? They're like, oh, well, I heard that it's bad for Venmo and Cash App. No, yeah. no, it's opposite. It goes the same way with like content creating. Um, if you're an independent contractor and you're getting free stuff sent in an agreement, I think a lot of people that follow me don't know this. If I'm going to agree to get free product mm-hmm. in exchange for a video, mm-hmm. that's a form of payment. They're paying me in product. Yes. So I have to pay taxes on that. Yes. So I think a lot of people don't realize it's not, all, you know, where you just get thousands of dollars every month and it's, it's, a, real it's, it's a real job. So with us, with the business, we were kind of scared. So we had gone an account right away. So it's mm-hmm. like, we don't want to get audited. We don't yeah. want to deal with that because right. seeing my, my parents with their business, like they messed up in the first few years and they had no idea what to do. So it, it they got audited and stuff and that's a whole thing. So she was like, let's get an account and have them separate everything, go through yep. our banks or when yep. the taxes time comes around, yep. like we don't have to worry about that. Absolutely. And I feel like my heart aches when I see girls start their businesses and right away, it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm cash only and t- yes. DM me text. And it's like, I want you to be successful and legit, but you have to just do your research and figure yes. out it's a lot how of to work. get into it's, it. Yeah. Again, that's what I'm saying. In the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm doing lashes. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting money. Like, oh, my God. Um, again, not realizing that, first of all, you need a whole business account. And again, yeah. I did all the things correctly starting in 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just to show you that it was two years, three years of me not doing it correctly, yeah. right? Not not the correctly, just not in an easy way for me to file my taxes. Yeah, and not, I mean, no, no one tells you what you're supposed to do. No. You're supposed to figure it out. And then yeah. you call the city and then you're yeah. everything. And it's like a learning stuff. The hard yes. part about taking inspiration from like big businesses is like, you don't realize how hard it is in the beginning, like how mm-hmm. dead it is or how hard it is to get everything. Like we're on year three of ours and like now everything is working out in yeah. our favor and stuff. But it was like, if you had told me in the first year, I thought it would happen like that in the first <laughs> yeah. year. There was so many yeah. days where I'm just like, what is the point yeah. of doing this? Yeah, sales <laughs> just for real. filing this and it's like, the, you don't, yeah, you don't shipping, know that. Just so many things. So many things like, you have no idea. Anymore. Right. You have no idea. And again, I barely learned that again within this last couple years. And I feel like years, we'll always be learning. Yes. <laughs> constantly learning as an entrepreneur. It's never just stagnant ever. Right. So when did you decide to start um, teaching after you had started doing your services? So lashing, oh God, I can't remember for lashing when I started teaching. I want to say maybe 2020, maybe 2019. Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe 2020 for lashing for brows, 2021. So you've been in the game like for, because when I think of like classes when I had seen after 2020 when they're like, okay, well, if you're not getting clients, here's how you can make money. Sell courses, sell products, sell mm-hmm. this. And I feel like you've mm-hmm. been doing it before. Yes. So uh, I think I have a really strong opinion about classes and the format of it. Mm-hmm. And this is not to knock anybody who's doing it the way that I feel it's just not my vibe. Um, I just hate the money grab yeah. thing of it. Like sometimes it's unrealistic. And again, mm-hmm. I love to set people up for success, right? I don't want to sugarcoat anything to you. So sometimes I see things and it's like, you're going to make uh, six figures in your first year yeah. and it's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not to say it's not attainable. Yeah. It is. But 
to say that you're like, sometimes I see like the little t- diagrams that they post and it's like, if you had seven clients yeah. and you charge them a hundred, you know what I mean? Not everybody's a full set. You're not yeah. doing 20 full sets in a day. Okay. You have your consistent clientele and that's, that's fine. You obviously make your more money from your full sets, but you're doing fills because once you do a full set, that person's going to come back to you and then it's fill. Mm-hmm. So that 150 is now only maybe 90 or 70. So sometimes the mathematic portions yeah. of it are not accurate. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you that because also you have to put in money in your business, mm-hmm. right? You have a studio, you have to pay rent, you have to pay your licensings, you have yeah. to pay, you know, for school, if you're planning to go to school, obviously these, all these things, product, website, just everything, yeah. website, everything, like whatever you're doing, it costs money. And that's why sometimes like, I just tell people like, I just think the whole money grabbing portion, mm-hmm. I don't push the classes so much just because I'm like, I, I guess I could do more, right? Yeah. Push them more, but I just don't like the money grab. Mm-hmm. And I like to be realistic. Like, yes, you can take this class, the lashing, you know, if you want to experience, you know, something to figure out if it's what you really want to do. But I'm very realistic. And I think this is where people go wrong when they teach classes. Mm-hmm. They teach classes and they're not licensed themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're not telling other people. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes they're asking me and they'll be like, I require you to be licensed or at least enroll in beauty school or at least thinking about it and have a start date. You don't have to be in beauty school. You have mm-hmm. to have at least a start date with your name showing me that you're going, you're, you're going to be going into this like beauty and um, school. Um, only because for me, how as an instructor charging you X amount of dollars to take my class and I'm not setting you up for success. Right. right yeah. And it's also, I don't want it to fall back on me. Like, let's say you get caught up with the state board and mm-hmm. they're like, well, who taught you? Yeah. I don't want it to be on me. Right. I don't, I don't want it to be on me. So for me, I just feel like it's just better to figure out truly if it's something you see yourself doing. If you are interested in beauty school, hit me up. Yes, you can take my class. But if you're like, no, I have a full-time job and I just want to make money on the side. Yeah. Great. Hustle, learn how to do lashes and just do your family. But I always tell people I'm very realistic and I tell them you cannot take clientele, people mm-hmm. you don't know. I wouldn't recommend doing that because yeah. they can... if. I see it a lot. One argument, one bad customer service and interaction, and right. they're calling state board on you. Yeah. It's very easy to look your name up and see if you have a license. It's mm-hmm. not hard in any state, any anything, RN, like anything. You literally just go to the state board website and type in someone's name, and you can search if they're licensed or not. Yeah, I lived on that TikTok yeah. where I was like, oh, if you have, you know, 10 clients a day at $100 a piece, like you can make me $1,000 oh, at seven that. days a week. Well, they break down the math of like, yeah. think about nails, like, $50 for a full set. You could do five clients a day or mm-hmm. seven days a week. And it's like, they make this, I mean, I don't think it's unrealistic. I just it's think not it's realistic. kind of like, it's just very, you yeah. need to be real when you first start. It's not yeah, like you that. You can't walk into that many right. clients. Right. And then again, if you're be collecting, if you're collecting thousands of dollars a month, you got to pay taxes. You have, you want right. to, you want to be yeah. a legit business where, yeah. I mean, we're all like, when we do our taxes, we see our gross income. Right. And yeah. then we see the actual net income yeah. and we're like, mm-hmm. Hmm. it's like, yay. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. right. Right. Like, so I just think, yeah, sometimes, and it's not to knock anyone's hustle. It's not to knock anybody. Again, this is just my opinion, how I feel about it. Right. I like to set people up for success. And I'm, again, my personality, I'm just very real and authentic. And I'm going to tell you straight up. It's not unattainable, but it's very hard to reach that six figure without having all these. You need to have like people lined up, right? How are you going to get those clientele that these people are telling you? So the money grab, again, it's a great marketing tactic for those people doing it. But Mm -hmm. for the consumer side, I feel for them. And I tell them like, I don't really like that just because you're not really, (laughs) you're not setting up your students for success. Sometimes it's kind of a money grab to me. Or it's right. when you do, like, the class, you do the course, and you're like, okay, tomorrow I'm taking clients. Like, everyone, yeah. lamp at the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to practice. You can't just take clients the next day. So we talked about this earlier, but 
being, you know, your own brand and making like your brand stick out, having mm-hmm. the clientele and with you teaching classes, how do you feel your students take away from your classes? How do you think they end up being inspired or they end up like mm-hmm. feeling like they need to copy and paste your entire formula to get mm-hmm. the same result as like, you? Do you ever feel someone's ripping you off? So I'll break this up. To answer your first answer, I feel like students leave my class very inspired okay. and very like ready to get the ball rolling just mm-hmm. because I make sure my classes are very thorough. Yeah. And I can vouch for that because they give me feedback on it, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll text me after. But again, I'm very realistic. Mm-hmm. I'm just realistic. And you can't, and I tell them, and I, and sometimes I feel like it's just not, it's a habit. Like students will see me doing my model because in my brow class, I do a model and then I have them do their model. And I feel like a lot of them compare themselves to me, mm-hmm. my work, not knowing that, again, I've been doing this for four years. So the first thing I always tell them is, please do not leave this, this, class or course whatever and be like I need my brows to look just like hers why aren't they comparing your work to mine after you leave this class because again it took me four years to get to this point and I always show them and I do this purposely for their mind I purposely show them a picture of how my brows looked when I first did raw lamination Mm -hmm. and I tell them please look at how my work looked four years ago and how it looks today it happens with growth consistency practicing you need to practice do you think I was as good as my instructors Hell no. And I still compare my work to being the, like, really good. I still feel like I'm not the best. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not. And there's always room for growth. But the first thing I always tell my students is please make sure to stop comparing yourself to me. Don't do it during this class. Look where I started and look where I am today. You guys can do the same thing, you know? So I just think I show them inspiration, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Now, as far as people ripping me off, just, like, I don't think I've ever had that thought or that, um, that, I guess, situation where I felt like a student like copied and pasted me. Um, do I feel that way about people in general in this beauty industry and in my community? Sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. I see certain things that I feel were like, hold on, that was my aesthetic, not aesthetic, yeah. just my Vibe. like simple, simply copying and pasting, right? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between inspiration. There's a difference between being inspired And I say it all the time on my story. I mean, if you follow me on social media, you know that I'm the first to say that. If you're inspired by somebody, let them know. Mm -hmm. Give them a shout out. Say, hey, I got inspired by you because you did this. So I did this because you did this and I was inspired by you. But don't copy and paste and then not say anything, not interact with me. It's like, I know that you took my vibe or I know you took that that same thing, like Mm -hmm. literally copy and paste, at least make it a little different, at least tweak it and make it your own thing because that was my creativity. And sometimes it's not even like I'm a mean girl when I say like, you you stole my, you know, vibe. It's you, for me, it's kind of like a slap in the face because you didn't give me credit and I'm a creator. Like you didn't give me credit for the art that I made kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. to say it kind of like that, right? It's like, that was my art and you took it and you didn't give me credit for it. And now people think it was yours. It's not, mm-hmm. it's mine. Right. So I think I think about that all the time where I feel like for me, if I do something and I feel like a mutual of mine or like someone I know yeah. does it too, I'm kind of like, like, Oh, yeah. Cool and sometimes people will do that like days apart yeah. where it's like, at least yeah. act like you, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a big topic on TikTok. Yeah. There's, it's a big topic where people are like, well, originality doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad if someone does something that you did. And I'm like, well, there's a difference between yeah. like being mad right, about right, it right. or just being kind of like a little bothered by it. Like, hey, obviously I'm not the only one who's going right. to do this. But, it, and you don't have to give a shout out sometimes. You could even just like message them and be like, yeah. hey, like, is inspired. it cool if I do this too? Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think 
And there are just some people who don't think, like, they're just like, no, it's a a free-for-all. We can all do it, right? Right. Which I get it. But at the same time, at least let me know that you were inspired by it. At least Mm -hmm. let me know, like, hey, I liked it. I want to, you know, do it, too. Those people have never been on the other end. And to kind of spin off that quote that you said you saw on or whatever on Mm -hmm. TikTok, it does exist. Because for me, my merch, like, believe it or not, I create and I will sit down with my graphic designer and I will tell them all of my ideas. I get inspiration, Mm -hmm. right? I get inspiration. But being original as far as creating the quotes, as far as the saying, as far as the way it looks, as far as the way it's written, the font down to everything, I create it myself. I don't, and a lot of people will be like, who designs your bags? Or who does, because I have little shopping bags and I make them myself. I literally make them myself. And you can look at it into my Mm -hmm. little, like I make that myself. Everything I make myself because I can't, for me, I don't want everybody, anybody to ever say that I copied them or mm-hmm. anybody to ever say, like, I saw that somewhere because, yeah. no, you saw it that's, from me yeah. first, yeah. right? And so for me, I think that's, again, that's what separates me is because I'm never worried or stealing someone else's um, art, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or someone else's idea or anything like that. I think everybody who's a creator, I respect them creatively and I allow them to be their own person. I, I'm like, oh my God, that was so cute. Love that vibe for them, right? Yeah, right? And I move on with my day. I don't sit there and be like, how can I copy them, right? <laughs> how can I make that mine? Again, inspiration yeah. means I did it a whole different, completely way. I did not copy font. I did not copy color. I just got the vibe and I was like, hmm, kind of feeling that. Like the sweaters you see me have, I just dropped. Those yeah. are the small business big heart. I, I got inspo those. from Pinterest, mm-hmm. okay? Because Pinterest were all about the oversized, the right. Kelly green. Now, did I copy? I You can't Google that. And you can see the saying small business big heart. That's a yeah. saying that's been around forever, but you will never see it in a heart font. You mm-hmm. won't see it in the same font the design, because right? I had a designer, a graphic designer actually make that. So okay. you won't see that anywhere. So if we were to take a step back, what's where I think copying is like where I would get bothered. So now let's say if on Monday you like, okay, new merch is coming out or like I'm starting to do a merch line. Yeah. And then a week later, someone's like, I'm going to do a merch line. And then you're like, I'm going to do classes. And they're like, I'm going to do classes. And I feel like where it's like- It's just bouncing off. Yeah, where it's kind of like, hey, okay, is that's, it? Yeah. that's where I'm like, okay, um, I guess there's no creativity on your end. Like yeah. if the merch can be whatever, it can yeah. be similar. Because right now there's an aesthetic for hoodies. There's an aesthetic yeah. for bags. So, yeah. But I'm like, when I see- like the rhythm and it's like what I'm doing someone's obviously influenced to do it too and I'm like yeah. no no you know no biggie like but it's yeah. kind of like when it's consistent and it's the same thing and it's, it's a small like, town boom, a small boom, industry boom, like we're boom, all yeah. trying to do it yeah. that's where I'm kind of like okay yeah. I guess we're gonna have to just think yeah. of it first before you can get to it right and I think as as much as I'm an unbothered girly I feel like sometimes it really gets to me right. like I'm like this is so fucking annoying yeah. like and sometimes I have to take a step back and I'm like, okay, am I tripping? Is the, am yeah, I like yeah. <laughs> thinking this? Am I thinking a little too hard? Like, yeah. like you said, like I'll do some, I'll announce something and then I'll see someone do it. And then I'm like, okay, are they copying me? I mean, I'll give it yeah. one more try. And then you're like, no, I think they mm-hmm. are because like you said, it'll be like, oh, I was, you know, dropping merch. Then you're dropping merch. Mm-hmm. Then I'm changing my aesthetic. Oh, you're changing your aesthetic. Yeah. And it happens to me. Like it really yeah. does. And, and, and now as an as mature adult that I am, again, I don't let things get to me, but there are times where I'm like, okay, that this point is so fucking annoying because you have yet to give me my recognition. Mm-hmm. And it's like, B, that came from me. Okay, yeah. like, bitch, that came literally from me. Like, I think as be, girls, be original. Like, yeah. You know? And and I do think originality still exists. Like I, like I said, mm-hmm. I think it still exists. Now, again, you get inspiration, but for me, I are am you, original yeah. because I am with a graphic designer and I'm sitting and I'm showing her and I'm telling her I want the font to look like this. I want There's fonts that they have to make on Adobe mm-hmm. because they don't exist. Like right. I have to tell her, curl this this way. I want this to go this way. She makes it. So it's not a font that you can just get off Microsoft Word. Mm-hmm. 
So. Thefonts.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, is like why, yeah. <laughs> which is why I think it's like you have every right to be upset because yeah. you put in yes. so much amount of work yes, into this. Girl. And then if someone copies it, yes. it's like they didn't have to put in that work, which no. is why I feel like yes, that's, it that's depends. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. who's yes. upset and who's not. Right. Like, obviously, you're not going to be upset. Yes. And your audience will notice like, oh, oh yeah. they did it and then she did oh, it. Yeah. And I, that's see, that cool sometimes thing. I don't even have to say anything yeah. because I know exactly. that the audience will see it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, well, she did it first. Yeah. yeah. And it's not to even have fake beef with anybody. Mm-hmm. It's it's just for me, it's like, give me credit where yeah. it's due. Give credit where it's due everywhere. I always mm-hmm. give people credit where it's due. Again, for me, I think I don't do it as much because I don't need to because I create all the things myself. Mm-hmm. Now, will I say, oh my God, I love that I just got those shoes too? Yes. Or, yeah. oh my God, you inspired me to get this mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, this bag or whatever. Yeah. Right. But when it comes to my business, I think for me, I'm just so focused on my own creativity and jotting down my ideas and reaching out to my people who I have helping me create whatever I'm creating. Um, and I think, again, that can go into like why I'm a little different than other businesses. Yeah. Um, just because I'm just creative. I have a creative mind and I just do it that way. I think when you're creative and then you're confident and like, this is going to be big and everyone's yeah. going to love this. That's kind of what sells it. So when I think of like boxing yourself into being like, okay, well, I'm a lash check or I'm a brow tech or like I'm a nail mm-hmm. girl. I shouldn't be making merch. I shouldn't be mm-hmm. teaching. That's not what no. I'm supposed to do. Same with us. I'm like, Sometimes when I think like we used to have merch, I'm like, well, like we sell specific products. We shouldn't be doing this no. or collabing with that. And I feel no. like that's how you stick out was when you do everything mm-hmm. and that's how you establish your brand. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I get, you, I get to see yeah. that with you and it's right. pretty cool. Like when I first started, I didn't have, like I did lash bath and I was probably the, you know, the only person really doing like lash bath, so to speak. So my lash bath did really well. And then it's just, it's, you have to be different. You yeah. have to stand out. Like you said, I was making lash bath that, and my lash bath still, just to, for an example, is made with Lots of ingredients, but tea tree oil to kill bacteria. I was constantly seeing people wash their lashes with baby shampoo, okay? <laughs> it's not going to kill the lash mites and the bacteria on your lashes. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what can I do to create something that's different? Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So that's just saying, like, why is my merch different? My merch is different because it's not just the lash girl yeah. name on the, you know, the shirt. It's the a app, saying. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a small business, big heart. It's the lashes are essential. Brows are essential. It's you saw it. Neat with me first. And that yeah. just shows to say a girl that I literally just saw the other day on my timeline just is coming out with merch that says lashes are essential. And yeah. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. And the two years I was so, I was almost ready pushing three years of not seeing it anywhere. And mm-hmm. then I ended up seeing it and I'm like, damn, yeah. but whatever. You're not going to give me the credit. I just move on with my day mm-hmm. because you know, I who, think it's cool. you saw it first yeah. from me. No, I think I love that. Some but- people get like flattered from it. Like yeah. when they're being copied, and I'm like, oh no, it's not but flattering. It's like so unique and yes. so cool, and you're like, that's I different. have the vision, and yeah. then it comes to life. And like, I'm like, not yeah. going to be mad at Lash Bath. Everybody, every yeah. lash artist needs to sell Lash Bath. Like, right. they need to let their mm-hmm. clients' lashes be clean, right? I'm not mad about that. I'm not the first person on this planet to make Lash Bath. But when it's the merch that I'm creating, like, yeah. I didn't see it off Pinterest. I didn't see it off Google. Mm-hmm. I literally said this saying that was so simple, and it created a whole movement. Being taken, that's where I get upset. So, trademarking comes in. Yes. So, I actually had my so the the actual I did special marks trademarks, mm-hmm. but I have I have to do it again with my stuff. Ooh, I have to do it again with my stuff. Um, but yeah, it, but that in itself, girl, yeah, is a bitch yeah, because right that to do it's like you didn't spell this correctly or you need to do this in a different way. It's not. I'm like okay, at this point, I don't even want to do this yeah. anymore. Yeah. But I have special marks, so I trademarked Lala Aesthetics and Co. Mm-hmm. The way that it's spelled and the way that it's like the and sign is trademarked. Yeah, and the That's dot cool. at the end. Yeah, and that's another thing. People, I've seen people take the name. 
Not really? Lala Aesthetics, but yeah. adding. So here's the thing. Aesthetic with an A mm-hmm. before the E is just creative. Like it's, if you look it up on Google, it's just like a creative kind of like you have an aesthetic, right? An aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Right. It's an aesthetic. It's a vibe. It's a creation, right? Mm-hmm. And I think people are getting that mixed up with aesthetic, the e. with the yeah. E. Okay, that's and so they're taking the today. A. So they're mm-hmm. taking the A, thinking that it's aesthetics. Yeah. And even medical sometimes. So I think medical aesthetics are spelled with an A. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But anyway, I did it because of the creativity. Because I'm creative. I'm creating things. This is a creation yeah. of what I'm doing in the beauty industry. So I added an A to mine. Mm-hmm. But I think people are copying it. Yeah. They're adding an A not knowing that yeah. it's aesthetic, not aesthetics. Uh, we were literally talking about this day. I was like, what's the difference between aesthetics and <laughs> So aesthetic is aesthetics. just your vibe, your creation. Well, yeah. Like, I use that word. Right. But when I saw it was part of your thing, I was like... Does this mean like lashes and eyes? So like, it, yeah. it is, I think, in the, for the medical aesthetics, but for just an esthetician, mm. no, it's an E only. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. So I'll see aesthet- I'll see and co oh, a that. lot. Yeah. Um, and do you think I was the first person? No, I probably wasn't. But yeah. I created and co because I'm doing other things other than just brows. Like yeah. it's the merch. It's and company. Like and company because I'm making this right. a company, right? So there was like theory behind my stuff. I didn't see and co anywhere. Like mm-hmm. we can even bring this. I have receipts always, right? To back me up on things. Right. Um, I literally sent a text to my friend and this was probably like 2019 when I like rebranded or 2020 when I rebranded everything because I used to just be La La Lash Girl. Mm-hmm. It was very basic. It was very like just starting, you know. Yeah. That was the, like that was the vibe back then. Nobody had like an aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. You put lash or Yeah, nail like, you know, it's like lash nail. That's it. So for me, I literally screenshotted her a notepad of just all these names and we narrowed them down. And she's like, I like Ann Co. And I'm like, me too. And so I looked it up on the Instagram to make sure nobody had the name. Nobody mm-hmm. didn't have the name. And Co. was not a thing. If it was like Tiffany and Co., like, right? That's yeah, right. different. But it wasn't for lashes or nails. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I was first starting out, I'll be completely honest. Like, I had seen a girl. I don't even know if she follows me anymore because I kept blocking her because I was just so upset. <laughs> I was so upset. I'm just keeping it real. She copied the whole Aesthetics and Co., like, spe- spelling and everything, the and sign, the dot at the end. And I was just so upset. But now I'm not upset about it anymore mm-hmm. because, again, I didn't create the word and Co. Like, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So I can't be mad. But me being just immature and just like, oh You're my God, I have a lot to have my feelings. Right. I get a pass. Um, I was upset, but that was like when I first did it and I like blocked girl because I was just so mad. Mm-hmm. But nowadays I, I don't care well, at all. You could at copy all. the name or yeah. the format, but like the brand, the yeah, content, it's just different. Yes, the it's different. Right. Transfer over. No. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I don't mind at all. Like people adding the Anco now. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Um, but again, when I first started, I was kind of like, Ooh, no, that's my name. Yeah. You know, but that's just, anybody's going to feel that way when right. they're first changing and rebranding. Or when they do like, when people with their Instagram username start adding like um, a middle name or people don't use their last name. Like oh, Winston yes. Morris or like yes. they add something yeah. Rose and like they, and it's like repetitive. I'm like, is this their actual names or they just like, it's like their little <laughs> I don't know who they are. Well, a lot of people think my name is Lala and it's yeah. not. My name is Angela, y'all. A lot of people will still call me Lala. And I, and I, again, I don't get like upset because they mm. don't know, but I, my name is Angela. Is Lala like an alter ego? No, Lala no. is just a nickname my mom gave me. L, my, cause Angela spelled A-N-G-E-L-A at the end. And mm. so Lala just is what they call me. Yeah. Um, but she still calls me Angela. Like, so when yeah. people call me Lala, I'm like, I wonder if they think my name is Lala. For or sure. Just- <laughs> like, well, when I had seen, like, okay, I see uh, Lala, then I'm like, okay, her name is Angela, so she right. goes by Lala, and everyone knows yes. her as Lala. And I think it's so cool. She came it. on me, I think, like, yesterday, I was like, oh, tomorrow we're filming with Lala. And she goes, 
Her name is not Lala. It's Angela. <laughs> it's Angela, like, y'all. Sorry. It's T. The T is that my name is not Lala. Yeah. That's the T. The T of the, this I night. I like it, though. I think it's, a, it's like it's, it's you. And it's, it's very me. And anyone could be like, oh, you know that Lala girl? Like, you just stand out funny, that way. Unique. It's funny because... A lot of my friends that are in the beauty industry that maybe do hair, um, specifically like nails or hair, like or lashes, they'll I'll do a client and they'll go to the other person that I know mutually mm-hmm. for a service, right? Like their hair, nails, and they'll be like, "Oh, who did your brows?" And they're like, "Lala," or like, "Oh my god, have you seen that? Do you know that girl, Lala?" Mm-hmm. And they're just like, my friends are always like correcting them, like, "Her name is Angela." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, her." But it's just funny. <laughs> like, I love the, I love you guys correcting. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, so this one is. <laughs> What I was thinking about was like, okay, you can be as successful as you want in your industry and capitalize off of it and make yeah. it a big brand. But mm-hmm. if you weren't doing what you do now, what other industry would you be? Oh, so in, in high school, I like thought I was going to be an interior designer until I took an interior design class and I was like, ew. Ooh, I've, been, I've wanted, I used to work at HomeGoods, so like I. What just maybe watch that's where I saw you. You look. You just have a familiar face, or maybe it was just t- talk no, subconsciously. I'm pretty sure, like Instagram, probably mutuals. But <laughs> I worked at this Home Goods. So I don't know if you've been to this one that much or not. Oh, I, starting when? When did you quit, or when did you like, stop working I worked there? Worked from like 2018 to 2020, like around that time. Mm. I've been there for three years. Okay. Like, so, and I was always a cashier, so you might have seen me. I was always in the front, but it was so cool to see women like again, um, like realtors buying closing mm-hmm. gifts, and then interior designers. I have met like. The woman who owns um, Fifth Avenue, um, she has, like, a store where she sells interior design, and then she does home staging, and she's huge in town. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. she would come in, and she mm-hmm. would fill up five or six shopping carts and be like, I'm in 10 houses, and I'm out of my inventory. I need to buy more stuff because I have 10 houses staged And everyone would time. avoid her. <laughs> no one wanted to ring her up. Her because she, she was so sweet. But she would come in, and she would have five shopping carts full. And no one wanted to ring her up. And I'd always help her. Why? I was like, that takes time. You could just chill. Because no one wanted it's to be It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. It's like wrapping the glass and the pillows. Yeah. And she okay. wanted stuff okay. to take in the car. But, like, I would just see, I'm like, this looks so fun. Like, And I would see her car and everything was just so chaotic. But she had the vision of, like. Yes. And that's and so, my life. And she was so, I mean, I think she was so humble about it. She wouldn't really make a big deal. And she yeah. was so calm. But I'd always give her that five-star service of, hey, here's your car. I'm going to put this one on the front. And here's your new car. And, like, I'd yeah. always give her that. Um, full service and then I remember like seeing her um, now and I'm like oh my god she owns a Fifth Avenue I think it's a Fit Garden she opened up a store where it's like oh, super so it's like cool. Pottery Barn vibes so, I love mm-hmm. that and she does her huge staging she's mm-hmm. big I love but that I wanted to do interior design so bad I'm like this looks so fun and yeah. so cool and yes. I, wanted to do I never took a class so I don't know <laughs> okay so I would say interior design back then now I would say if I wasn't doing the beauty industry like I can't envision myself doing something else but I would say like I love fashion like, I mean, obviously, sometimes people see me like, how? I won best dress in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, my style is very streetwear, sneakers. My closet is full of sneakers. I love sneakers. I love just streetwear, thrifting, vintage. So would you have your own label or would you have a boutique? No, I definitely would be like a stylist. Oh, yes, that'd be cool. Like a stylist. I wouldn't design anything because nowadays fast fashion is going to be out. Run you. Oh, I could so see for sure. stylist. Yeah, so stylist. I love it. I mean, still to this day, when my friends like we're planning Cabo, and I'm letting them know, like, I literally have a 
pin board of what I'm wearing. Like, and I pinned the outfits. Like, I took it off the background and I put it on a white background. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm wearing. You need to bounce off of this so that we all look aesthetically pleasing. I am right. not the friend that wants you to look ugly and me look pretty. No, I want all of us to look cute as fuck. So I style my friends sometimes and they'll ask me my opinions. Like, still to this day, they're like, do you think this looks cute? Or I saw this. What do you think about this? So I definitely would be a stylist, I think. Are you an in-person shopper or online shopper? Certain things. So online for like quick stuff, like fast fashion. I know it mm-hmm. sucks, but like fast fashion, I will always buy online if I'm going on a trip. Like I'm going to Cabo for my 30th. So, you know, the little beach stuff, that mm-hmm. stuff gets bought on pretty little things. Fast fashion, just quick, right? But pieces, I like to kind of see them in person. Um, do I have a favorite store? Probably not. I like thrift stores. In LA, I like to thrift for just pieces, like streetwear mm-hmm, pieces. Mm-hmm. But I would say, yeah, I guess, honestly, thinking about it now, I think I am predominantly an online shopper. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can find, yeah. I mean, we don't really have anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. No. I'll go into stores and I'm like, wow, I used to like love this store and now I can't even imagine wearing it. And I think also, too, just don't get me wrong, like I like to buy cheap pieces. I can make a cheap piece look good. Mm Yeah. But I also like expensive, you know. Yeah. Indulge in expensive things sometimes because I feel like it's just a staple piece. I like the restaurant industry. Like, I always thought. I oh, my God. It. I was in the restaurant industry previously to makeup. Oh, were you? Yes. I forgot to mention She's that. She's done it all. I've done it all. When I tell people the list of jobs I had, they're just like, whoa. And I think that's why I got hired everywhere. Because I was at Starbucks when I first started college. When I first got, when I was in high school and I first, like, I stopped basically a basketball player. People don't know that. They see me and are like, <laughs> you, a basketball player? For 10 years, girl, was a basketball player. As soon as I finished my basketball season, my senior year, I worked at Denny's right there across the street from Fresno State. And it, that's why I was, like, so great because I was just, like, I felt like that girl because all the Fresno State, like, guys would come mm-hmm. in. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I know them, you know? <laughs> When I'm going there, and then after there was Starbucks, and then after Starbucks was Sephora, and that's when I went into the So do you industry. like customer service? Like, we like yes, people? Yes, I'm huge on that. Yeah. And that's why I think, again, going back to just being a business owner and entrepreneurship that people don't think about is customer service. I mm-hmm. hear it so often from just clients telling me they didn't have good experiences wherever they went before previously. And that's why, like, you can't just come into this industry thinking that things are just going to, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to get clientele. If you are not... <clears throat> good customer service, if you don't mm-hmm. have good customer service skills, you ain't getting in a lot of business. You can be great, but someone else will be like, I'm going to go to them just so I don't have to deal with that, right? Right. Yeah. I so. think working customer service builds like such, I don't know, I don't know. It shapes you. It totally shapes you. And I think everyone should For sure. get a customer service yeah. job at least once in their life. Especially when it comes to like just the the learning how to tip correctly, right? Mm-hmm. And just like for me, some people just don't tip well, right? Or they don't tip at all or they don't believe in that. And right. I, for me, working in the, in the restaurant industry, food industry, I'm like a, an amazing tipper. Right. Yeah, I'm good. It's the, it's I'm the like, kale in my smoothie. I'm like, I'm tripping. <laughs> Sis okay, is that's over a good question. Up. She chips off the y'all. Okay, so I've always thought about this. So okay. tipping walk-in service versus like booking someone who has their set rates. I always think about this. Do you still tip? And how much do you tip? And how does that work? So, like, if I was to walk into a nail salon, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's 50 bucks for a full set, I always, like, tip, like, $15. That's great. Okay. But now, if I'm booking you, and you're, like, my full sets are 100 and I'm coming to you, and you're, like, you're, and it's, like, double the price, how does tipping work? I always tip, but I always don't know if, if people around me tip, too. Okay. So, that's a big... 
Uh, that's kind of a touchy subject. Yeah. It's kind of a taboo subject in the beauty industry. Um, there are some people who are very blunt and think that you should tip. There are some people like, I'm just grateful you come to me. Um, for me, I think I just compare myself a lot to just, uh, I don't know. It's really hard. Do I expect it? No. Yeah. But a part of me is kind of like, yeah, because yeah. sometimes, so some people will do this. Some people will incorporate you adding a tip to their service price mm-hmm. and some people won't. So for me, I guess I, I base my prices not off of adding a tip. I base my prices off my expertise. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. paying for my expertise. And if you choose a tip, that's great. I'm a, I I am grateful for whatever. And I understand that some people can't tip me or they can't mm-hmm. tip me that day. Um, for me personally, I tip just the same as I do if it was a booked service and if it was more expensive, if the quality was the same. Like if it was my first time and I just felt like it wasn't A1, of mm-hmm. course I'm not, I'm going to still tip, but I'm not going to give you like what I would have gave mm-hmm. you if right. I like was in, you know, again, but that goes back to customer service, right? For me, I make sure like my clients are comfortable. Hey, do you need anything? Hey, and I explain and I educate and I feel like for me, you're paying for a, just a different experience than you would just a walk-in yeah. $5 wax, which we talked about yeah, today. Yeah, I got my brows on today. And I had to, like, I educate, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm you're paying for my expertise. Now, if you choose a tip, that's great. But for me, to answer your question, um, I I guess I tip pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it's, well it's hard $5. for me because I'm, I'm, I'm beauty yeah. industry. But here's my thing. I <laughs> hate, and I'll just be real. This is kind of some tea. I do not like when, for me, I don't expect people to tip if you're just a regular person. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the beauty industry as well and you come to me, oh, if you don't tip, I'm going to be like offended. Yeah. Yeah. Offended. Mm-hmm. Because you know better. <laughs> right. And even food industry. Like, yeah. If you expect to yes, tip, you ex- yeah. Like for me, I'm like, if you're in the beauty industry, you better tip me. Mm-hmm. Just being real. Like that's crazy. No. Yeah. No. So on the subject of like tipping for a good service or bad service or whatever, have you ever had like a, client not happy with like oh my god well not not, so for me not like bad stories but I can tell so for me I think in this a lot of people will will agree on this that are listening um and this can go for any type of service hair nail skin whatever for me it wasn't that they had an issue Mm-hmm. And I never had it. I never had a story. So I don't have like super tea about like mm-hmm. this crazy story about a client's like, I hate it. Recorded Give me a refund. Yeah. No, never in my life. Mm-hmm. But have I had people where they kind of didn't give me that satisfaction? Like, oh my God, girl, these look so bomb. Yes. But they booked me again. So then I'm like, okay, so they, did right. they like yeah. it? So I guess in the beauty industry, like we're kind of just like, for me, I love when clients are like, girl, yes, these are fire. But if you give me just a Thank you. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, so did Some you not like it? Some people like, that's my personality. Like, see, when but, I go see, get but I'll take done, offense. I'll, sometimes right. I take it to heart and I shouldn't. I should just leave it to, at the door. But, like, for me, I'm kind of like, I think about it, like, not all day, but I'll be like, for that second that they left, I'm kind of like, damn, I wonder if she, like, didn't like I it. Did like, like, hey, did you like it? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, really like, hold yeah. on. So, I've had people kind of be like, I'll say one time. One time. No, two times that I can think of. I had a girl, we'll talk with lashes first. So she showed me this picture. And this is why I stopped doing makeup. And I did not, I did not want to be a makeup artist anymore. Because Mm -hmm. that's when Pinterest and just like Photoshop pictures were a thing, right? You're coming to me with very textured skin. And you're like, I want to look like this. And it's Mm -hmm. Kim K. Okay. And I used to always be like at the mat counter. Well, that's airbrushed, right? Or that's Photoshopped. Mm -hmm. Or I want the Kylie lips. Okay, well, that's lip injections, right? Right. These are things you need to really honestly think about, right? Mm -hmm. And before you're showing me a picture off Pinterest, that's Photoshopped like hell, right? 
So for me, it was a girl who came in and she's like, I want my lashes like this. This is when they used to show pictures. This is why I hate when people show me pictures. Do not show mm-hmm. me pictures at all. The stems from these experiences. I thought showing pictures artist. would be helpful. No, Thank you for telling me this. Absolutely not. Because again, you have different skin. You have different eyes. Okay. And so when people, they still to this day, sometimes will be like, I love these brows that are on your page. I know that I may not have the same brows. And there you go. You answered your question. You may not have the same mm-hmm. brows. So mm-hmm. I may not be able to give you those brows that you see on my page because one, we need to go through brow rehab. Your brows are half <laughs> cut off. You don't have full brows okay. in general. So that's why I don't like pictures. And again, the whole, you can give me inspo like of a okay. makeup look, but we're not going to get that same skin right. or the, Kylie's lips because mm-hmm. Kylie has filler, right? Right. So from this certain experience, this this was years ago too. I don't do, I, I haven't had any experiences in the last two years, like a year and a half, two years. So anyway, shows me a picture. And is like, I want my lashes like this. And they were a short volume. So I was like, okay, you want them full and you want a cat eye, short cat eye. Mm -hmm. Yes, she agrees. She's laying down. And I think now thinking back, I feel like she did it because she didn't want to pay the volume price. But in the moment, I was like, what do you mean? So she's doing, we're doing her lashes. And mind you, a full set takes two hours. Mm -hmm. Just being real. Okay. If a full set fill takes an hour and a half, right? Mm -hmm. So two, like I'm literally almost done. And it's, again, like, two hours. And she's like, oh, how much longer? She was a young girl, too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how much longer? And I was like, oh, well, you got volume. So it takes a little bit of time for me to create these fans. And she's like, wait, I got volume? And I'm like, no, you fucking did yeah. not. Like, no, you're not doing this right now. I was, like, almost done with her. Complete Aww. set. And she's like, wait, I thought I was getting hybrid, which is classic yeah. and volume mixed. And I'm like, no, sis, you agreed and told me that you want volume. Well, the picture mm-hmm. you showed me, and we both said, short, volume, full cat eye. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah. And I was oh. like, oh, I'm not taking these off, sis. Yeah. So I finished the set, and I just let her pay a hybrid price for a volume. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I just didn't know they were going to be the school. Oh my god. So that was like really annoying for me. And I was like, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. I like never wanted to see her again. Yeah. I was so pissed. Cause I'm like, girl, yeah. this is two and a half hours work and I only got paid a hybrid price. And not only that, like you knew what you agreed on. So now thinking about it, I'm like, no, you just didn't want to pay the volume price. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you wanted to just be sly about it. The second time with a brow girl, and this is why, again, I'm so real and very I tell my students, and this is why I feel like I set myself apart, is because I'm very expectation versus reality. I'll tell you right when you sit in my chair what we can do for you at that appointment. Mm-hmm. Right? I told I'm just very honest. If I see that you don't have a tail or I see that you or your brows aren't very full, I'm gonna be completely honest and tell you the expectation to expect from this appointment. But we will get you to that point. If you continue to come to me and just yeah. work on brow rehab with me, we will get your brows to their fullest potential. I, that's why a lot of clients will continue to come to me because they trust me because I educate them and tell them straight up, we're yeah. not your brows are not gonna come out the best today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um So, again, this girl came in. She had never had a brow lamination before. Brow lamination, if you didn't know, is just basically a brow lift. We are lifting your brows, perming them up to be in a fuller position. Not straight up in the air. Obviously, Mm -hmm. people do it like that. I personally don't do that style. So, looking at her brows, she had huge, full, full brows. Beautiful Mm -hmm. brows, naturally. And she's like, I want brow lamination. And I told her, brow lamination will lift your brows tremendously. So if you have full brows, guess what you're going to get when you do a brow lamination? Extremely full brows. No mm-hmm. matter if I shape them pretty or not, like you're still going to have very full Yellow brows fingers, than, what yeah. you're, than what you're used to. I shape mm-hmm. them and I wax them and I make them look pretty. They're not just straight lines, right? They're not just bushes, right. mm-hmm. but they are going to be fuller than what you probably expect because a lot of people don't realize, oh my God, I didn't realize I have that much hair. I get that a lot, right? Oh my God, I didn't realize I had that much hair on my brows until they get a brow lamination. 
so she we do this that we do the thing and she looks at her brows after and she goes oh my god what did I just do to myself Mm -hmm. and I was like oh no you did not just say that in front of me I was so offended because and again I'm an Aries and we if you don't know Aries Aries wear their heart on their sleeves like you will tell when I'm upset Mm -hmm. and we are very like tough but we're also very soft on the inside so her saying that made me so angry to the point where I wanted to like cry because I was just like what do you mean? What did you do to yourself? And I think she was saying it as far as like herself, like the service wasn't, the way that it looked was bomb, but it's just like, she's not used to it. Yeah. But it just upset me because it's like, why would you even say that in front of me? Oh, and wow, and yeah. then then it made my demeanor, like as a business owner, I, I should have checked myself, but it made me like be super, like very dry with her after that. So I was just like, okay, well, the mirror, like she was just looking at her brows for like 20 minutes. And I was like, yeah. she was probably waiting for you to be like, do you want me to like, no, I'm not going to take off nothing. Yeah. Like, and I'm not going to give you a discount. Did and you like reverse that? No. Yeah. And that's why I'm just like, what did you want? Like, we were just looking at each other and we were like, that meme that, you know, yeah. what is it? P. Diddy at, like, oh. on, you think you can dance or whatever the show yeah. he was on, and it's the meme. And he's like, yeah. yeah, we're just looking at each other with blank stares. And I'm like, sis, <laughs> like, what? Uh, okay, you're totally right, X about. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's so So awkward. I think, like, it was just, it was so frustrating. Like, things like that just, and like, that's the only tea that I really yeah. have. I mean, I'm sure people, if they didn't like it, they didn't tell me because I didn't know. Yeah, or they didn't, didn't text the me five. after. Like, I believe I should get a refund because, again, I'm very honest. I've had to, to tell people, like, you probably don't need a la- brow lamination because your brows are very full. If you are somebody who's like, I'm super natural, I don't wear makeup, I don't fill in my brows, I don't do anything, but you want a brow lamination, mm-hmm. I'm going to okay. probably persuade you to not do that. I'm going to probably just tell you, well, let's just start off with a brow wax and maybe a tint or maybe, like, you know, yeah. something softer because that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah. And that's why, again, too, sometimes it frustrates me as a beauty professional that people just come into things because they see your page and they're mm-hmm. like I want my brows to look like that yeah. not knowing that that's brow lamination and that means or they don't know what brow lamination is and that's where I have to educate them and tell them before their appointment and I now from those experiences of people just kind of looking at their brows or just like not saying anything I'm very like your brows will look darker your brows will look fuller mm-hmm. they are going to be bigger you know what I mean like are you ready for this have you ever done this before you yeah. know yeah. so I just give them like every little detail that they can think of that was my thing where I felt like when um, hair extensions were a big thing. I was like, oh, do I need hair extensions too? And everyone's doing them. And mm-hmm. then um, lashes, that's when like in 2021, mm-hmm. everyone was getting their lashes filled. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, do I need my lashes to be mm-hmm. done too? And everyone's like, no, like, your lashes look fine. Like they're full, mm-hmm. they're dark. I'm like, I know, but they're not like hers. And they're yes. not like hers. So I had wanted lamination brows. I'm like, I like the look, but I'm like, when I just do it myself, I'm like, this looks kind of crazy. I mean, like, I don't know if I'm going to Yeah, like some this. people don't, yeah. So I was just like, I don't know, I don't know. And I had a couple girls be like, oh, I'll do them for you. Like, I'll do them. Like, I did yeah. service and I was kind of like, I don't want to commit to like that, yeah. doing that. So uh-huh. when I had went to you today and you're like, your eyebrows are curly and they're going to, they're not going to hold. They're yeah. gonna, and I'm like, okay, this is the answer I needed because I've been thinking about it for so mm-hmm. long. I didn't want it, but I was like, am I missing out? Like everyone's yeah. doing it. And I want to uh, Yeah. See. It's just FOMO. Like you're like, wait, this is a new trend. Yeah. I feel like I need it, right? Like mm-hmm. fillers. A lot of people are like, do I need lip fillers? Yeah. Like, I mean, I did, but, and I, <laughs> and I still do to this day get yeah. them done. But like, that's what you feel like. You start to feel like FOMO. Like, am I missing out on this trend? And right. that's where I come in as a real brow artist professional. And I tell you. <laughs> you're not going to like it. I'm just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, no, let, like, let's just do it. And then I'll do it, right? But if you right. tell me, but if I'm telling you X, Y, Z all about it and you're still like, yeah, let's go for it. Great. You know what to expect now when you leave this appointment. Yeah. Instead of me saying, do you want tint? And you're not saying anything about it, not letting you know, like, tint is going to make your brows look darker. Not black, but darker. Yeah. And um, you're like, okay, I know. she did tell me they will be darker. She told me everything. She told me this to expect this. She told me this. She told me that. Okay, I'm cool, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for someone like you, like you said, like, I did her brows today, and I know that her brows are curly. 
that lamination, it will just start to look weird after a couple of days. Yeah. Like, it'll start to curl inward because your brows are curly. That's why, like, I can always tell if someone's hair naturally is curly mm-hmm. when they come to me. If they had, like, straight hair or their hair up when they came to me and the curls weren't showing, when I start to do their brow lamination, not that it looks horrible. It's just me being so per- perfectionist. I can start to see things, yeah. and I'm like— your curl pattern is 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 curly. They're like, yeah, how'd you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, your brows are, the lamination's not laying super flat. Yeah. yeah. Just little okay. things. Well, as we wrap this up, I want to ask yes. you, how did becoming a mom change you as a business owner and entrepreneur? Oh, yes, I am a mother. Um, so I will say that it was very hard adjusting. I'm just being honest. It was a hard adjustment. Not like a baby, like, is just hard. Mm-hmm. I don't think a baby is, like, extremely hard. It's just your management of time. And for me, the hardest part was actually having patience and your baby runs the show, not you. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just go outside anymore and just go to the store and pick something up. For me, I can't just pick, do clients like, oh, um, hey, can we reschedule for tomorrow? I can't just do that anymore. And now it's like a whole thing. I need to make sure like childcare, I need to make sure like, okay, my baby, you know, takes naps and things like that. So things that I do are all around my baby's schedule. Mm -hmm. So it was a super hard adjustment, especially, again, just because when you're single, like me and my man, we're both busy people. And we were like used to just being like, okay, let's go here. Let's go here. And then, oh my God, this weekend, do you want to go here? And we still kind of, for me, I never changed anything about my personality as far as like, my baby comes with me everywhere. Like, if we want to go to L.A., we'll go to L.A. We'll just make mm-hmm. it work. And I feel like having that mindset instead of just like, oh, now I have a baby. I can't do anything anymore. Like, yeah, no, right. you still can. Your baby just has to be adjusted to it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Having a baby is hard. But as far as, like, bringing your baby with you places, like, you just have to just be overly, like, ready. So for me, where my baby's coming to Cabo with me. My baby goes everywhere with me. I've never mm-hmm. left her alone overnight ever. Like, being yeah. here, I mean, probably the longest she's ever been away from me was like five, six hours. Mm-hmm. So my child comes with me everywhere, and I feel like that's just better because your baby gets more acclimated to things. But yeah. as a business owner aspect, it does suck. Not suck, but it does. It's just a hard pill to swallow if you're just used to just being on the go like me. I was just constantly go. But it very humbled me a lot, and it very, it kind of like settled me down a little bit as far as like— I didn't go out or anything, but when I'm saying like business wise, mm-hmm. it just made me like start to have patience because I was very impatient. Like, and mm-hmm. I was just the type that was like, go, 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 go. And baby was like, girl, chill, mm-hmm. slow it down. And I'm still like very much, I mean, my baby's 10 months old now, and it's still, we're still barely getting to the point where it's like, okay, like I feel like I can start to maybe work longer yeah. hours. My, I, I can, mm-hmm. but I just don't want to. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to work more than four or five hours in a day. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to. I are you, there. so now are you set with the schedule or are you getting ready to switch over as you so childcare and stuff? So now, so my boyfriend, his job is seasonal. My boyfriend um, leaves the state for four months out of the year from March to June, July. Mm-hmm. And so last year, my baby was born in April. So we were kind of like, he, we just missed him. And I was on maternity leave, so it didn't affect us. Now that he's leaving, I'm kind of like, okay, who's going to watch my baby? So, yeah. you know, we're gearing up to him leaving for March, um, the middle of March. And so I'm kind of like, okay, as of right now, I don't know if I'm going to change anything. You know, we do have both of our parents to watch her. As far as daycare and stuff, I'm just not ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the beauty of, well, she's not a owning, yet, yeah. So and that's fine. the beauty of, you know, owning your own business um, is that you have control over that, right? But yeah. again, it's just you have to have time management and you just have to be organized. I feel like organization is just so helpful. But as far as having a set schedule, yes, I work um, Tuesday through Saturday mm-hmm. and it's very like 9, 9.30 to like 1, 1.32. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Yeah. So it's very like set. And that's why, you know, I was okay. And you have to be okay when you're becoming a mom and, and you're an entrepreneur and be the industry in general. You have to be okay with losing clients. Like there are mm-hmm. clients who my time frame no more, mm-hmm. no longer works with them. And that's okay. Like, yeah. and I'm not, I don't hold grudges. I, and again, I want to see everybody win. So when I went on maternity leave, I referred all my clients out. I wasn't like, okay, wait for me when I come back. Yeah. No, I yeah. was realistic. And I told them this girl's good. This girl's style is a little similar to mine. This person does brows mm-hmm. really great. Like here are people for you. Go ahead mm-hmm. and be in. There are some people, some of my old clients that are still with them and I'm yeah. happy for them. It's not that they don't like my work anymore. It's just our timeframes don't work anymore. Yeah. Cause I used to work when I was single, I mean, when I was yeah. single, but when I wasn't a mother, I would be working from, you know, eight to yeah. five o'clock. And so I can get all those people after work. Now it's like, you can only catch me on the weekend. And mm-hmm. on the weekend, I'm not working past like one. So yeah. was it hard to let go of like, oh, I could have done 20 clients a day, but yeah. I'm five. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, at that <clears throat> point is where you up your prices. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not not to say, oh, I up my prices because I'm just, I need all the money in the world. No, mm-hmm. you do take, you know, you do take that pay cut as far as like when you're being a mom because you, you know, your time is time manage- yeah. yeah. For me, I'm I'm okay with that because I mean my daughter, my kid is more important than money that I'm making in my mm-hmm. business, just being real. And she's way more important than clients. Um, but as far as like it did suck at the beginning when I didn't like understand all of that. And it was just a new thing. I had never been a mom before. I'm a first time mom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, like I can't just go do my client. I went back very early though, but I also worked <laughs> until my pregnancy was very easy. I worked all the way up until probably three or four weeks before I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. And then I went back June and I had her oh, in wow. April. So I went back very soon. <laughs> yeah. But again, it was just slowly, you know, mm-hmm. I slowly transitioned into it. And again, still I'm very like only do minimal hours just because I want to be there for her. Yeah. Like I, I also do want to work. I think it's important for mothers to get out and not just be with their baby 24 mm-hmm. seven. It's good for your postpartum, but I'm also like, okay, I'm still a business owner and I still need to do the damn thing because yeah. nobody else is going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes I feel like people think entrepreneurship is just so easy and it's a yeah. walk in the park. It is not. Yeah. It is not. That's how I feel. Sometimes if I'm like, I'm not working and I'm not doing something mm-hmm. on my free time, I'm like, oh, like this is just opportunities missed. Yeah. Like you're wasting time yeah. on vacation. Schedules. Yes. Yeah. We will be. Yes. Yeah. And that sometimes too, like this was just to say too, like people are like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Just, I want to be able to just set my own schedule. Not knowing you're going to work 24 yeah. hours like that yeah. thing, right? That's like not knowing thing. you're going to literally be, like I, when my child takes a nap, I'm like working on content. When my baby's asleep at night and my man's asleep and I'm like, okay, let me make this real to post tomorrow. Yeah. Like you're constantly working or let me hit up my manufacturers that or let me hit up my end, vendors. Yeah. Like that never sometimes ends. Nine to five is like the ideal option for some yes, people. For some. Like yeah. people think it's like an upgrade to like be a business no. owner, but sometimes it's like, dang, no. like you gotta right. go home. Right. And that's PM. why entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not you know what all. I mean? Job security. Some people like the job security. Some right. people like the benefits. When you're a business owner, it sucks because I learned that another thing that I learned mm-hmm. too when you're a business owner, that insurance is not you had to pay right. out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And things like that you don't think about when you're starting a business. Like, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about 401k. I didn't think about none of that stuff when I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do lashes for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Not knowing, like, damn, girl, where are you? are going to be doing this shit 24-7 yeah. because you have to work in your sleep. Yeah. I think for me, it was like, okay, well, if I'm not working, that's money being missed and, like, yeah. planning You have ahead. to get out of that time, And, yeah. the ho- like, while everyone's on yeah. holiday or, yeah. like, they're uh, getting ready to take the day yeah. off, well— I'm thinking President's Day sale, like, people yeah. are going shopping. So it's like, if I don't get ahead of that, that's how I'm going to lose yeah. out and— not grow as a business. So I think that's where my mind's always like, well, if you turn it off, it's, yeah. you're missing every single and day. And it's not that it, way so. though. Like it's just, yeah. it, it's an entrepreneur mind frame that sometimes you just have yeah. to get out of. Like you have to get yourself out of that mindset because sometimes it's, you need, you need a break too, Yeah, you know? And, you, and it's okay if you didn't post that day or it's okay if you didn't, you know, didn't mm-hmm. work that day. It's okay. And I had to learn that too. Like it is a hard 
adjustment to get used yeah. to. Like, it's a, it's a fine line. It's like a, you know, you're yeah. constantly, it's a battle within yourself as a business owner. I feel like it's like, okay, should I be working? Oh my God, I'm missing out on all this stuff. But yeah, I just feel like just know coming into entrepreneurship, it is not easy, but it is rewarding, but it is not easy mm-hmm. as it, as it seems. So as we wrap this up, do you have any advice for someone who's unhappy in their current work situation or career-wise if they want to think about going into entrepreneurship <laughs> or just... Beauty industry. Anything um, that's just being, you know, scared of wasting time or money yeah. or making the wrong decision. Yeah. Um, so I say do whatever makes you happy, mm-hmm. but it makes sense for you. For me, when I switched careers, I was... a single. I was, had no kids. So it was easy for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's easy for me to be like, go ahead and go for it. But some people don't have it that easy. Mm -hmm. So make it make sense for you, but truly do what makes you happy because in the end, it does not matter if you switched careers and you did, you know, whatever for 40 years of your life or whatever you did for the X amount of years, it's okay to leave a situation. Mm -hmm. Um, but just make it make sense for you. And if you're going to do it, do research before don't just jump into things to jump into things like really see if it's what you want to do like I said if it's you know beauty industry maybe take a class just see like okay beauty school is is on my you know I am going to sign up for beauty school and a lot of people reach out to me and they're like hey do you have any advice about beauty school and I tell them like do your research know going into beauty school that beauty school is not a handout they're not going to just teach you everything you have to take classes outside of beauty school beauty school is there to just pass your state board Unfortunately, that's just the way it is, but it's great because once you have your state board license, you're licensed forever. All you do is pay a renewal fee. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, like, it is so fast. It is so easy to just get beauty school done, just to get it done. It's six months for esthetician, four months for nails, and uh, a year for Cosmo, which is everything. Yeah. Um, but just entrepreneurship in general, just do what makes you happy. Um, school was not making me happy, so I left, and it's okay. Don't worry about the opinions of others, especially family members. I mean, there's people who, those people are not paying your bills. Those people are yeah. not, you know, they're not living for you, and you don't, that one of the biggest things is don't live your life for other people, and don't live your life thinking what if, because you're going to get, you know, old one day, and you're going to be like, damn, I wish, I don't want to live like that. Like, yeah. I don't want to think, oh, what if I just, you know, I didn't go to school, or I did go to, you know, I don't want to think that way, so mm-hmm. I feel like just making it make sense for you, and doing the damn thing. If you're single and no kids, do it. Mm-hmm. Just period, do it. And if you are married and have kids or you are in a relationship, still do it, but make do it in your own timeline, in your own way um, that makes sense for you, for we sure. We always say that, like, you never know until you find out. Yeah. So it's like, what's a couple of years of your whole life right. that to know? Right. It's better to know, like, you like, failed or changed right. your mind. And for then- me, like, I think back, like, oh, my God, I wasted so much time at Fresno State. But I got out of that mind frame, and I'm just like, no, I actually learned and made yeah. connections, and I got to see for myself, like, that wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at it as a negative, like, yeah. I spent, you know, seven years at Fresno State no I just look at it like okay but I probably am making more money than I would now Mm -hmm. well guarantee you if you didn't go to college today you'd probably be like dang what if I did right right exactly and there's people that are like I'm going back to school so it's on the Mm -hmm. other side of the spectrum right Mm -hmm. like like you just said like you didn't go to college now you're like in your 20 late 20s and you're like I'm going back to school mm-hmm. so yeah. it, it's the same end for me yeah for sure well thank you so much oh, this for was sitting fun. down this it was a so lot fun. a lot of information I, like I learned so much from you just like yeah. even oh, you've talked so many times like just, just to hear a yeah. lot of new stuff it's pretty cool I can write a book you. yes this is just only the beginning yeah for sure thank you thank for you having so me much.